Hey everyone, it's your host of See Jurassic Right, Stephen Ray Morris here, just dropping in to say, I hope you've been enjoying all the new episodes in 2023 and 2024 so far. There are new interviews with filmmakers, musicians, scientists, the screenwriter of Land Before Time, audio essays about the rich history of the Jurassic Park and Jurassic World franchise, and all the news about the upcoming animated show Jurassic World Chaos Theory and the as-of-yet untitled Jurassic World sequel coming next summer. I really need your help supporting the show right now, and you can do that by leaving a tip and or giving a monthly follow on Patreon, patreon.com slash There are $1 and $5 tiers, but more is coming. Sharing the show, giving five-star reviews in Apple Podcasts, and liking and commenting on social, at Stephen Ray Morris on Instagram and Twitter, goes a long way to help boosting the show's visibility again online in this new era. I'm an independent podcaster and your support is so important and means the world to me in keeping this podcast running. Link to the Patreon is in the show notes. Hold on to your butts. Thank you. And now on to the show. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Last time on See Jurassic Right. Adam and Michelle were, were kissing again. Oh, we're getting to the sexy part. Oh my goodness. The dinosaur lifted its head and hissed at them. Oh, here we go, baby. Eat her up. Slice Sarah to bits. Alan was waking up. He said in a shaky voice, Mommy. No, it's me, Ian. Kelly and Matt laughed. Let's all have a funny laugh at this. People are being maimed and murdered and killed and squished. This is funny. Welcome to See Jurassic Right, an episode 8 of Fan Fiction Friday, where you get to hear some of my favorite friends and performers read aloud my Jurassic Park fan fiction I wrote when I was 10 years old. Jurassic Park Hammond's Other Secret, written in 1997, already looks to be a mishmash of the first two movies. Of course 10-year-old Steven would make a third island. Caitlin Hempstead, host of the amazing podcast Lizard People, picks up where Jackie Michelle Johnson left off. She'll be reading chapters 33-35 through out of a total of 39 chapters in the series. Every second Friday of the month, you'll get the next part of this adventure featuring another extremely talented person indulging me. Won't you? We're getting close to the end. Let's dive in. 
to gather, but not all. Sarah was riding on the buggy for an hour. She was tired, but she couldn't stop. She couldn't. Sarah started to doze off. Ian Ellie Allen walked into a, no and, Ian Ellie Allen walked into a small path. Allen, again, no punctuation, was first he saw someone headlights. Take that one again. Ian Ellie Allen walked into a small path. Allen was first he saw some headlights. You power through like a little baby bulldozer. He saw it was a dune buggy with Sarah on it. I assume that's Alan. It wouldn't stop, but before he could move the buggy, hit him head on. He saw stars. The his eyes rolled in the back of his head and lost conscious. <laughs> Spelled C O N C H E S S like the shells. Alan's conscious flew into the road. Ellie screamed. The force was immanis. E-M-A-N-I-S. But she saw it. She hit Alan Grant. He fell unconscious. Again, no conch shells to be had. She stopped and ran out. Sarah, both Ian and Ellie said. But all she could say was, we got to help Alan. All that had happened to Alan was that he was unconscious. Let's go, said Sarah. So I guess they're just going to leave their wounded friend who's just been hit by a buggy. Yep, you're nodding. Yep, okay, bye. I hope the dinosaurs eat you. Suddenly, a huge trailer burst out of the bushes. B-U-S-H-S. And now, to me, this says bus high school, a high school just for buses, because uh, there's a space between the bus and then the HS. A huge trailer burst out of the bus high school. Alan, wake up, and screamed. It halted to a stop, all the way to a stop. The door opened. Hammond came out. Hi, he said, spelled like the marijuana way, which I know you know how to say hi like hello, but you chose not to. Come in the trailers. Your friend are here. You mean Michelle, Adam, and Jay? Asked Ian. Actually, it's spelled bad, but I don't want to roast a child anymore. Actually, Adams was killed. Then they heard a noise. They looked up and saw a helicopter fly by. <laughs> they started waving, but soon it was out of sight. Wait a minute. I saw Kelly and Tim in there, Ellie said. Let's go inside, said Hammond. Do you ever get out? Who can say? Okay, said Ian. Inside. Hi, Ian. What new? <laughs> Hi, Ian. What new? asked Jay. Oh, nothing. Just being chased dinosaurs. Nothing new. Sassy. I want to take that one one more time because it's so sassy. Oh, nothing. Just being chased by dinosaurs. Nothing new, Ian said. Sassily. Everybody laughed. <laughs> then Henry said, that on the scope there is a boat parked by the beach. Everybody cheered. Well, let's go then, said Hammond, and the drove off. Now things look good for our heroes, but will they maintain or will there be a terrifying twist? We can only know 
when we hear chapter 34 robert robert you lent her to control the crane and missile launcher <laughs> robert valentered robert valentered volunteered to control the crane and missile launcher i thought all of a sudden it was in second person no okay they were driving for a while when they heard roars <gasps> two t-rexes came but robert didn't know that the rexes came from both sides of the trailer robert focused on his right he was about to fire the missile when the rex on the left grabbed robert by the head and shook the body around and the other started toward the body i presume robert's body no other body has been mentioned in this chapter. In the trailers, Ellie, Ian, Grant, Michelle, and Jay watched in horror, H-O-R-R-E-R, as they fed on Robert. I assume the dinosaurs and not the aforementioned humans. They dinos seem to not like the taste of Robert, so they threw it at the trailer. <laughs> Robert slattered against the back of the trailer. Oh! God, this is so gory. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So Robert's body is like torn to shreds and slapped up against the trailer. And what did all of his friends and compatriots do? Everybody started walking to the front of the trailer. It was a while when they got back to their senses. Then Henry said, there is a boulder ahead of us and we can't go into the forest. So we are going to stop. <laughs> Now, I feel like for, for young Stephen, this is actually an unusually sensitive uh, moment. Like, at least they walked away from the back of the trailer instead of immediately just moving on with their lives. So keep in mind that for the rest of this, uh, Robert's bloodied body is splattered against the uh, window in the back of the trailer. Ian, Michelle, and Ellie ran to the front of the trailer. Ian said... John, we have to stop. There's a boulder yard in front of. He never finished his sentence. The looked in front of them. A big boulder yard was only a few feet ahead of them. <laughs> I'm having a hard time picturing what a boulder yard is. So I guess it's like a big field of boulders or like a place where they sell boulders regardless let's move shouted john he and ellie were lucky but ian and michelle weren't fast enough the trailer hit head on smashing the front of it to scrap metal pieces of glass and metal flew everywhere when the trailer stopped ian and michelle only suffered minor cuts <laughs> so the, the entire trailer is scrap metal but the people are fine but michelle had a small gash in her arm great vocabulary words in this one ellie and henry took the first aid kit and started patching ian and michelle up they had to find the boat quick because they don't want to die incredible cliffhanger ending there a quick glimpse into the minds of our heroes and then on to the next one chapter 35 boat they were walking for a while michelle was complaining my arm hurts oh quit complaining henry said the heard a rumbly noise <laughs> out of the trees a jean pulled up 
Nick Van Owen came out on a Jeep. Hey, Nick said, it's been a long time. Sarah said, so how you doing? Um, Nick, your brother was here and he was killed, Sarah said. I can tell you were from Southern California. Nick just stood there. Finally, he said, uh, your brother's dead too. She just stood there. Come on, let's go to the boat, John said. Okay, Nick and Sarah said. When they reached the beach, they were overjoyed. (laughs) Brothers forgotten. Carnage completely gotten over. Years of therapy skipped. When they were in the boat, they went along the beach for a while. Okay, so they were sort of going up along the shore looking for who knows what. Suddenly, they heard a large cracking noise. They looked up. A huge tree fell on the boat. It fell on Jay, Nick, and Michelle. Michelle has survived so much, and she deserves so much better than this. The boat fell in half. After everybody swam to shore, Jay broke his leg, Michelle broke her wrist and fingers, and Nick broke his arm. Alan and Henry went back to the trailer and got a medical kit. Thank God they have all these dozens of medical kits. How are we going to get off the island now? asked Nick. After this incredibly convenient tree smashed our boat in half. Well, oh my gosh, Hammond said. What? Everybody said. There's a radio. We had it all along in the Jeep. Well, let's go get it then, Nick said. He and Hammond ran to the Jeep and made the call. When they came back, Nick said, they will come as soon as they can. That has an exclamation point on it, and I think it deserves a better line reading. They came back. Nick said, they will come as soon as they can. What do we do now? Asked Ellie. One word sleep, said Nick, and laid down in the sand and slept. Thank you again to Caitlin Hempstead. Please do yourself a favor and listen to Lizard People, if you're not already doing so. It's one of the best podcasts out there today, and you will absolutely fall in love with Caitlin's hot, hot takes on some very important subjects. Have you written Jurassic Park fan fiction or any fan fiction? Please share. I'd love to see it. You can always call to leave your Jurassic stories at 323-688-6969 or send me an email at cjurassicwrite at gmail.com. Follow along with the show on Twitter at sjrpod, on Instagram at cjurassicwrite, on Facebook at cjurassicwrite, plus you can join the cjurassicwrite Facebook group, cjurassicwrite podcast, and you can follow me on Twitter at Stephen Ray Morris and support the show by donating to Patreon. Thank you to Caitlin Thompson and Tim Ruggery, Molly McAleer, Heather Mason, Stephanie Cook, Sarah Iyer, and you. See Jurassic Ride is an ACAST podcast. Check out the show on their mobile app, and thank you for listening. It was a joy. I hope I didn't roast you too hard. You were a very smart boy. You gave it so much more gravity <laughs> than it ever. You you took that very seriously, and I appreciate it. I got some really action-packed chapters. I got lucky. Yeah, you were like, you're at the climax. You're almost at the end of the story. 
penultimate. I think you, like so many of us, could have benefited from a little bit of Ritalin. But I think you were very smart and just as death-obsessed as any 10-year-old, to be honest. I'm glad you find this to be very normal. I Yeah, I do. You said you like Michael Crichton. I feel like you were doing a pretty good job of like a gash in the arm, a tree on the boat type of stuff. Yeah, I feel like I'm just copying... <laughs> Like, yeah, but that's how it starts. Yeah. That's where creativity comes from. <laughs> this is my Michael Crane cover band. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're like a dad playing with his buddies on a Saturday night at their bar. <laughs> the Yacht doing Rock of... Rush songs. Exactly. Yeah, the... Oh, my God. You're the Yacht Rock of science fiction. Oh, my God. I couldn't have asked for anything better. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.